This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by McDelivery, bringing you the food you know you love. McDelivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the result, unlike the Owls, you'll always be winning with McDelivery. So there's only one thing left to say, what's everybody having? Order now on the McDonald's app and you can also get rewards points delivered too, so that ordering today means you'll get some tasty rewards later on. And between you and me, if you order just before kickoff, you can get it just in time for half-time, but I've not told you that. Only via the app at participating restaurants, 18 plus rewards registration required. Points only on menu items, delivery free and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. See you later. This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. Hello and welcome to another episode of the Wednesday Week. Um, new season, new league, new manager, new hope. This is it, it's the start lads, this is it. The pre-season is just, podcast pre-season is just crap. It's all bollocks and rumours. So we're into it. A couple of days, we're recording on Wednesday night, so a couple of days till the season kicks off. I'm joined by John, Blair and Steve. We're here to talk and give you all the lowdown, because we're in the know, of Sheffield Wednesday. So, lads, are we all all right? How's it going? Yeah, good. Don't speak at once. That's it. Thank you very much. And this has been the Wednesday week. Uh, that's insightful. <laughs> Sit down. Go on, John. How are you been? Sorry, I should have I should have been polite and introduced. John, you all right? Yeah, yeah. Good, thanks. Yeah, we uh, we we did the Gordon Watson uh, pod. Are you hearing me? Okay, am I froze? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Loud and clear. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Good, thanks. Yeah, we did the uh, Gordon Watson guest on, uh, pod, and he guested on it, um, which were good. Uh, another day has passed, but another signing has been made. Um, as you've all seen, or if you haven't seen, check out the socials. We've uh, signed DRB from Preston North End. Looks a proper unit, so we'll come on to that uh, shortly. But yeah, things seem to be heating up, and uh, the season is ever closer. Well, it is, like I say, a couple of days away. Blair, 
How are you doing? Yeah, confident, aren't you, Black? I can see it in your face. I am. I am confident. I mean, it's, I don't want to go too in-depth because you'll probably, probably ask a question later, but like, like, all these people who know nothing about our club are saying like we're going to finish bottom. Which I just find absolutely fucking insane, to be honest. Well, hold that thought because that could <laughs> that that could be the beginnings of a rant from Blair. There, we'll we'll see that later. Steve, how are we doing? Yeah, all good, mate. How are you? Loving life. Oh, oh, mate, I'm buzzing, buzzing. Can't, <laughs> I'm loving it. Can't wait. Um, yeah, it's season coming up, innit? We we've got shitloads to talk ready about. There's, lo- there's loads. Of, there's loads of content that we're going to be putting out all season. You know, I'll get it in there. So if you if uh, if you like us, there'll be lots of stuff. So, right. Start off, we have an agenda. I know Dan Fudge is shit. He never has an agenda. So I'm hosting. We've got an agenda. First up, we're just going to quickly talk about Luton on Saturday. Pre-season game. Everyone loves him. Uh, a first showing for um, Mr. Delgado um, in the starting like first 45. I believe he, he, he did, didn't he? So um, quick, quick overrun. We're not going to spend too much on it because we'll get all the people saying it's only pre-season. It means... Fuck all, but let's go. Uh, start with you, Blair. Come on, your your just your <laughs> your quick sixty seconds of the looting game. Oh my god, it was um it was a preseason game. <laughs> like, Brilliant. Not you, Blair. <laughs> no, it doesn't. Mean, I mean, my thoughts were made on preseason last last week. I, I just I just don't care at all, and like, I don't want to like dampen the mood or anything, but. I really couldn't no. give a shit about it. No, no. Like, I thought, I thought, if, I thought if we had some, some on on the. T- I think it's a, the class is a turnover now, which is basically a counter attack. Um, some impressive passing, uh, but you can see the ideas that they were trying. Um, I liked, I liked the formation we're playing. You can sort of see what where he's going. He's def- he's desperate for a winger because he wants his wingers to 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 get 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 on the ball and and drive at, at full backs or cut inside and shoot, which is really exciting. Um, you know, you, you look, look back to Ross Wallace and Jack Hunt in the glory days of Carlos. It was brilliant, weren't it? If we, if we get anything close to that again, it's going to be entertaining. Yeah, I mean, uh, like we'll touch on Delgado, but I think the left hand side might be if he wants to play like that a little bit of an issue for me. But hmm. um, that's just my thoughts. Stevie, your quick uh, thoughts on the looting game? Um, it was the the, the pre season games. I think. I- up into three before Saturday the pre-season games it was the one that where where it showed most promise uh, players coming back in um we were it was our strongest 11 that we put out it was the one that needed to be closest to Friday night and I think whilst it won't necessarily be Friday night's team selection with one or two lads that come in players that are coming back and players that aren't quite match ready yet it was the I had no complaints with the the starting eleven when I saw it. To be honest with you, I was interested to see what it'd be like at Hillsborough playing on a bigger pitch um, than uh, Doncaster, than York, than Chesterfield, uh, places like that. So it was it was it was good to see promising. I wasn't like Blair, and I, I don't think I'm I'm not bothered about the results. It's one of those the cliche being performance over results, but the performances haven't been there pre-season, have they? Um, it's been pretty poor, but you can see now that we do respect to the young kids and the players that have either played out of position or filled gaps and, and so forth that probably contributed to the lack of fluidity in the, in, in the performances that we had. Um, Saturday was good. I thought Saturday, we, we, we looked steady Saturday. I was a lot more heartened 
um, with that performance because I think we saw each other at, at Rovers, didn't we? And that was piss poor, to be honest with you. Yeah. Um, so to go to Saturday and be in a much better position, knowing that there's more to come, um, I was pleased. Um, Delgado looked good. I thought he looked steady. Uh, I know that one or two people have thought of, 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 well, they've taken the piss out of me for the Delgado's a right back and Valentin's a right back and what's Liam Palmer going to do sort of thing. But joking aside, I don't see Delgado necessarily playing as a, a natural right back. I think he's been signed with a, a remit of getting forwards a little bit. Uh, well, I, I, I had a message from Mrs. Spence. Uh, she had to hide all the sharp, sharp objects, mate. Even the missus was worried for you, mate. Hey, I, I was just going to say she took my shoelaces as well. <laughs> <laughs> but no, um, you, you know, if uh, it is what it is, and I think the 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 thing that I'm interested about, and Blair said he liked the formation. I've nothing against the formation as such because I see now that we've got to get the right players in to play that formation, and we haven't had that yet. I do worry about playing one up top. Um, with yeah. the players that we've got, and I do worry. I know that there's a, a there's a growing sort of voice around what what's going to happen with Bannon. And I listened to the hello from the other side earlier on, and they were talking. You were talking about the margin potential marginalising, easing the pressure, whatever you want to call it, about what's going to happen with Bannon this year. He's definitely going to play a different role. But then so's Windass. Um, he's also played Johnson a little bit out of position, obviously on the right hand side rather than the left. Things won't be the same, and I, I'm not quite sure how. The established players that we've got will fit into a regular starting eleven with the new addition. So I'm, I'm curious to see what he does with that. Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah, I, I totally agree with you on that. There's, there's, there is decisions to be made even on on the transfer fund uh, on transfers and on the personnel that's already at the club. Um, there's going to be some people that are not going to be happy, but that's football, isn't mm -hmm. it? John, did uh, Luton? Uh, we got we did get a stonewall penalty, uh, and I, I thought it was uh, it was always going to go in from Smith. He, he's getting that confidence in for penalties. To be honest, um, what do you make of the game? Yeah, I think um, I think like it was um, mentioned earlier that the some of the earlier preseason games were a lot of cobbling aside together, really, because we were a bit short in key areas. So um, obviously. Um, by the time Luton rolled around, we'd got a few extra bodies in uh, and a bit more fitness and a bit more sort of um, mindset as to how we want to play. Um, you can see very much that um, we're looking at that inverted winger system. So we'll, we'll see how that goes. But I thought performance-wise, it was uh, much more encouraging than some of the other ones and looked more like a game that's closer to the start of the season than, than when they've just come back from, from summer holiday camp or whatever, you know. So... Um, things, you know, some positive signs there, and now we just need a few more bodies in, and I think we'll uh, certainly look a lot in a lot better shape than what we did uh, a week or so ago when we were all sort of still thinking, you know, we need more, we need more, we need more, and you know, um, well, no, he's gone. Now, he's gone. So... He's been sacked. He's been sacked, John. We don't need him. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, so yeah, um, positive signs, and let's see what happens between now and Friday. Yeah, I, I, I mean, the, the pre-season could have gone, for various reasons, could have gone a hell of a lot better. But in the last 10 to two, ten days, 14 days, the shoots are there, the signings we've made. The, the, the whole, I think it was praised last season about our, our, the club being a lot better with the social media. And I think that has helped uh, Cisco 
as well because he's come across really well. He has, um, which would you you expect? The the players that they've brought into, we'll, we'll, we had reservations, didn't we? Obviously, um, the the bollocks that the chairman and owner came out about. Um, we've got a transfer list. Uh, Darren Moore had a transfer list. Um, we, we're working together. The the first three signings, I believe, that we, we made were two players that had played with Cisco already and a Spanish guy who who, who he must have known about. He had, he had feelers out anyway, so that just blown them out of the water. And then it, it seems that we're, we're adding... <laughs> We're adding players that you're thinking now actually are, are exciting. Uh, we've just at the time of recording, was it two hours ago, we've just signed a centre back? Not even that. In the, in the last hour, we've signed yeah, um, Bambo Diaby, haven't we? Bambo Diaby, that's the one. Bambo mm. number five. Yep, it's got to be on it. I'm telling you, the Chan Siri loves his money. Yeah, obviously. He, he, but think of the shirts he's going to sell. If he's if he does it, he went through the first season where we were picking the squad numbers. If he hadn't gone down to that changing room or into into that press in thing and gone, you know what? He's I'm not going to do the damn fudge uh, impression of Chancery. <laughs> he's, he's definitely going to be number five. So he's come in linked with um, some other exciting exciting players. Um, it's it, it's looking a lot he more healthier for me. What what's Steve? Like we'll we'll just go on the transfers because obviously, how out of the five it is now we've made, I believe, um, mm. with Reese James being a permanent transfer now. Mm. Who are you most excited to look be looking? Um, Reese James makes it six, I think, doesn't he? I've just had a quick oh, no. So if I if I just read down, quick jump out, I, I think we've got James in on a permanent. We've got Delgado, Valentin, Bambo Diaby. Ashley Fletcher on loan and um, Deshaun uh, Bernard. That's it. Ah, oh, Bernard, yes. Yeah. Apologies, yes. Um, which is good business, you know. At the end of the day, I think I, I, I was very much of the opinion that, that Darren Moore, if you remember, spoke about how small the squad was last year. And I said at the end of last season, it needs to be a bigger squad uh, this year, definitely going up into the championship. Then we've released off the top of my head, I think it was about eight, nine players. Uh, which reduced it even more. So I think, quick Matt, you, you were talking about a ballpark figure of 10, 11 players needing to come in to be anything like in a better shape from a personnel point of view than we were at the end of last season. We, we're yeah. up to six tonight and rough counts and rumours. I think we've got another three in the pipeline potentially. Um, and that's before we open the Premier League market for, for loans. I'm talking about yeah. those players that we can start looking at from all being well touch wood, the bigger Premier League sides that are going to look to get their squads consolidated and sorted out before they say, right, young lad can go there, which yeah. certain other teams that have got promoted in the city did last year very, very well. And I'll say that um, they went to, to big teams and got players that were, were really promising uh, to help them do get it, get, get them over the line. So I'm excited. Um, uh, varying levels of excitement in terms of the players that we've signed, because there are some that I know there are some that I don't. You read things, um, let's be right, and we've had this. And um, Ash was very pragmatic in his statement about uh, Deshaun Bernard when we were sort of talking about how excited we were. And I think your, your statement was, well, we don't know anything about him. And my point there is we know what we know based on what we've seen and the things that we've yeah. seen make him look really, really good. Yeah. Um, and the uh, yeah. There's, there's all, sorry, Steve, there's... The, 
you can only go on the YouTube videos, don't you? And yeah. Don't get me wrong. Um, you're not going to have YouTube videos of you making fucking ricks, are you? Dropping bollocks left, right, and yeah, yeah, you're yeah. exactly right. You're exactly right. Yeah. But well, but that goes back to your other point where we, we're seeing the shoots now and we've, we've got something to hold on to. I'm not going to lose my head and get carried away with it and say we're going to win the league, it's promotion or anything like that. And, you know, we will do predictions and so forth later. I'm going to be very conservative in where I am and where I want to be at the end of at the end of this season. And for me, if I'm sitting here in a year's time talking about a team that's either still in the championship or just missing out, <laughs> again, touch big wood, just missing out on, on a promotion push, then that, that's a successful season for me. Yeah. Um, I liked, I said earlier on, I liked Delgado. Um, Diaby looks like he could be a bit of a unit and there are mitigating circumstances around his career and the things that happened when he, he finished at Barnsley. Um, and he's missed two years for uh, reasons that people will probably end up looking up and they'll come back to bite us on the arse for, uh, for taking him on at some point. I like Bernard uh, from what I've seen of him. He's come through the Man United system, which means he's not going to be a mug. Um, you don't you don't get retained for the length of time that he's been retained um, and to be the age of Man United. And he's played in Europe for him as well. So he, he's not going to be a... He's not a mug, is he? Um, and, yeah. you know, even those that are a little bit more underwhelming because we don't know him, the bits that you see of Valentin and Delgado look good. The 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 Fletcher uh, situation is probably the highest risk in terms of he's not bringing much to the table on paper. But this is a really pivotal season for him, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. For me, the yeah, the Fletcher is the one that I'm a bit. But yeah, but all we can go through is is, is uh, as a striker, as a forward, you go on stats, and they look mine look fucking better. But anyway, uh, Blair. So we're you just scored more goals on Friday night, Ash. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and I'm a keeper. <laughs> uh, Blair, obviously, Stevie's just run down six the six names that we've that we've managed to bring in. Um, I mean, are you surprised? Are you sceptical? What What's your thoughts on them six names? Obviously, time will tell. We've just said that, and we can only judge on what we see on YouTube, Twitter, and the likes. So, what's what's your initial thoughts on the signings? Up at Moon, really. Like everything, everything, every every one of them looks has improved the squad. Like we've got a far better squad now than we did at the beginning of last season. And two weeks ago, people were almost committing suicide because of how bad our summer was. And it was like chill out, lads. It's like three three weeks left till season starts. And, well, that, well, that's it. It's three weeks till season starts. So you would it get itchy. You get itchy bollocks, wouldn't you? Thinking bloody hell. Yeah, but Chad Seer even said in that mental fans forum, the one, the one thing he did say was deals take longer in the Championship than they do in League One. In League One, we could go to any player who was in League One standing and go, "Do you want to play for us?" And they go, "Yeah, go on." Then. Because you're going to choose yeah. us off a bit in Orient, or not Orient, but because they're in League Two. But you know, <laughs> Cambridge. We use. I always use yeah. Cambridge. I, I feel sorry <laughs> for using Cambridge all the time. Um, yeah, oh. but, but we're yeah, the. We were the big dog in, in in that division, so we could just get who we wanted really, who was available for that, who wants who wants to play in League One. Um, I mean, it's it's funny how Cisco's been in the job for like four weeks now and he's gone right. We've got no pace in this team at all, mm. and every player he's signed is quick. So it just, it just it just shows. But we are going to counter attack a lot, a lot of teams next season. People are going to come onto us. Whereas last season we had the. The um the dregs of people just sitting in and frustrating us, which was, which comes yeah. across as really boring football because we've just got to pass it sideways a lot to try and break them down and look for openings. Where this team this time this time around, people are going to come for us. 
yeah. and, now we can, and now we can catch people on the break. Um, I think we will sign another striker. Um, and I'm really, really thinking we, we might get a number, like a, number, like a, pop, a proper number 10, like a Forestieri, like marquee signing where everyone's going to go, whoa, get in. So I, that's my that's my hopes anyway. I, I do. What I what I would like, or I would like a lot of things, but another striker, a young, young yeah. youngster. Yeah. Uh, what's the like? Was it Raksaki at uh, Charlton? Yeah, the um, guy who's on the sort of Yeah, that sort of build that's got pace to burn, wants yeah. to uh, wants to put his mark on the championship, and obviously that would put him in good stead with his parent company, uh, parent <laughs> club, or uh, another loan or a permanent to someone else. So that that's why. But yeah, I mean, what has shocked me this this transfer window because a lot of teams are getting stung now by EFL um, points deductions and stuff. Is, but a lot of the transfer fees are quite low. Like, look at Birmingham's transfer window. They've signed about 10 players. And I think the highest pay, the highest they've paid for a player is 2 million quid. So there is We a lot can't do that, though, can we, Blair? <laughs> 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 We'd love to be able to spunk 2 million quid on someone. Yeah. But I don't know. Not. I think we could, but I don't think... I don't think I don't, but there's a market out there where you just don't need to now, especially like in the forward market. I mean, if we're getting that lad from Monaco on a free transfer... And all the what is the twenty percent sell-on fee? One, it believe Monaco believe, but it might yeah. come good, and they're going to get. You know, if we sell them for ten million quid, they're going to get two million quid out of it. Yeah, yeah. So like they, they believe that, like, and that that will be like a transfer fee for them. So they, I mean, and if you if you contracted to Monaco, you got to be you decent, aren't you? Like, don't buy into talk sport crap. Who, who believe that any team outside of England is not a good, not a big club? Hmm. Like Monaco is a big football club. <laughs> Yeah, of course it is. They've, they've supplied. Uh, Henri's played for him. Uh, Trezor game well, that day. I, I can keep going yeah. and going. But out of uh, silver, like yeah, they don't, they don't they don't pick up players that I think they think they're going to be crap. So, so go on, John. Give me give me your quick. Oh, sorry, Stephen. Sorry, off. Just on that, I think that that's something that I think we need to consider when we're we you know people are picking up the phones on a Saturday at five o'clock and we've lost two one. And the kids missed a penalty, or he's, you know, he's he's had a misstep here and there. We we've just listed a name of players there and gone. Monaco are a big club. They play in the Champions League. They're in. I still think they're in. I think believe they're still in the top flight in in France, and you know they're there or thereabouts. And they've got a history of bringing through world class players. This kid might be bang average for Monaco, but if he can come in and do a job for us for a year, two years, three years, and help us consolidate in tier two of the championship then that's absolutely fine so let's temper it a little bit and say we're not expecting a world beater as good as he seems to be do you know what i mean he's he, he, if, if he can come in and do a job for us then we need to understand that that's the level that we're operating at every player is signed seems to be ball carriers hmm. so it, it's it, it's it's gonna like it's gonna it's honestly it's gonna be like in a, in a couple of months time if it clicks it's, it, it's going to look like a, a complete different team like we had last season. Like the football and everything's going to be insane. It's, it, it, I'm really optimistic. Not 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 saying like you see, Steve. I'm not going to say we're going to get top six, but I think, I think we're going to have. I think, yeah, I think we're going to have. I think we're going to have games where like we're going to look world class, and then like and then the following week looks shit. But I think it's been one of the, one of them top type of seasons. And I think away from home, we might actually be a bit better away from home when when we're like. I mean, when people are literally coming on to us all the time. John, um, give your thoughts on, on the transfer. I mean, uh, we bought Deshaun Bernard, 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 I'm going to say Bernard. Um, 
and he's, he looks like he's only come on on a one-year contract, which is a bit of a, a little bit of a 22-year-old, bit of a worry. Um, but it's the right age. I think we've all, is, um, Fletcher's 29, I think, yeah, but all the rest, others have been 26 and under. So I think Fletcher's I think, 27. Is Fletcher's, oh, is it um, Delgado was 29? Possibly. Oh, apologies. I think 27. Yeah, so John, what's your thoughts on on the transfer policy that obviously uh, Cisco's um, adopted? Yeah, well, I think uh, firstly, I think we, we, we all want to to see that direction of um, transfers where we're picking up younger players that have, are on the up, the career. You know, they, they've got a lot of they've got a high ceiling, so to speak, and um, we're looking at that and thinking that A, they can help the team, but B, if things go wrong and we have to sell them, we can make some money out of them. It's something that we've all been craving for for a long time now. Um, we've mentioned like things like Brentford model over the years, but it's refreshing to see some signings like Bernard and uh, even Diaby's quite, I think he's still quite young, isn't he? 26, 27 as well. Um, this, the Masaba's an intriguing player, actually. I, I quite like um, to see how that one goes because... Yeah, like you say, coming from Monaco, they've produced some fantastic players over, over the years. He is young. He does look like he's direct. He does look like he likes to take players on. Um, and we all love that as, as fans. We all love to see that kind of uh, play from players. So, um, yeah, I just think it's a, if we could keep that kind of ethos of looking at these younger players, I'm not saying we can emulate Brentford because the chairman's already said that we can't do that for, for, for some reason or other. Uh, but... Um, just to see the focus shift to players that have got a resale value and um, you know on the up, I think is definitely the way to go. So happy it so is. far. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It is. It's something we've been guilty of for a fair few seasons now. Not it been not investing in the players um, in the sense of buying at the right age. Yes, don't get me wrong. We have not had the funds to be able to do this. Um, we've picked up freebies. We're paying three hundred grand. 200 grand, whatever it is. Um, but it's good to see that the club's changed a little bit and they're going towards that. Um, Transir has been accused of looking very short-sighted. Uh, and this is the shoots of, obviously, a bit more forward planning. Because, like you said, if, if things go right or if things go wrong, we're looking at we've got saleable assets. Now, who's, who's, is it, who's the last person we've actually sold for any sort of decent... Decent money, Lucas Joe. Yeah, what was that? Four million plus add-ons, something like that. Yeah, and then and then after that, it's Steve Bruce. We never got that selling <laughs> yeah, yeah. from Joe. Yeah, and then, yeah, then, the literally, then literally after that, it's like yeah, one point eight million for Antonio. What about like, what, what about Andre Green? Was it about three hundred grand after four months or something? He <laughs> <laughs> He's just signed for Rotherham. He has, he has just signed for Rotherham. Oh, no. yeah, he's, uh, that's definitely yeah. that's, a, that's a bank of a goal yeah. against us next season. Yeah. No, it's, it's it's good, and obviously we've said there's going to be more people coming in. the The problem that I have, and I don't know if you guys agree, and people listening is is obviously we've still got four weeks of the transfer window. Yep, virtually four four and a half weeks. It's mad that that still happens. That clubs we're playing Sunderland on Friday night. That team, the Southampton, sorry, yeah, thank you. Southampton on Friday night, I'm tired. And and that is going to look a vastly different squad from Friday to the end of August. 
It will, mate. It's just unfair. Plus, I, I know you can say we can bring players in, but they are turning forty million down, forty million pound down from Liverpool for a player. Oh, it's wank. I've got a parachute payment rant. Yeah, yeah. The, 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 the parachute payment thing when you've got assets like Southampton have got is just. It's, it's the harsh. reason we got our the reason we got our points reductions because we tried going toe to toe with these teams, and then yeah. because we spent the money, which we which we couldn't put, uh, that's what's that's what's dicked us in the end. Yeah, we're still paying for it now on ten, yeah. se- ten year season tickets at eight exactly. grand and yeah. eight hundred pound for your season ticket. Um, I'm sure that's not the reason. Yeah, Reading Reading's done the same. Reading Reading, Reading were paying, I think they were paying two hundred and thirty percent on wages compared to their turnover. So like. Mm. Like more than what they could afford. Like it was just like insane how much money they tried to spend to get, try and get promoted, and it didn't work. Well, it's it's it's, it's funny you should say things like that because it's quite a good segue to the agenda item next on the list. So, <laughs> <laughs> so we've got we're going we this week has been um, it's always it's always fun on Twitter and social media. Sheffield Wednesday hashtag Sheffield Wednesday fans and supporters go from one extreme to the other. They go from knowing how to run a football. <laughs> to, uh, team squad, and uh, they go to being a football manager. They go from to being an agent to being a financial expert when the uh, the books come out. So this week we've had all of Sundry on Twitter uh, getting the calculators out and obviously doing a deep dive into Sheffield Wednesday finances. To be honest, I have not got a clue why own finances are every month. Um, <laughs> Mrs. Rogers, she's a whiz. God bless her. She's great. So, um, for me to look into a multi-million pound business and look at uh, all their ins and outs and things, I tend to go to Kieran Maguire or other people. I mean, Pete Lohman, he likes his stats as well. Big shout out, Pete. Um, to me, on the idiot's guide of looking at them, it was quite positive. From the turnover, and then obviously the expenditure of wages that halved from 21 yeah. Thank you, Adam Reach and Jordan Rhodes. <laughs> it was <laughs> it was it was great to see, and it just shows. I think Chancery and his advisors are learning a little bit, and it's just it's taking time. It's been there eight years now, and probably lost what was it three hundred odd million? I think someone's. Um, put it down to, but it was 132. like thirty-two. What? Is it under, it, under he's 30, what? Sorry, he's putting. He's putting. Oh, yeah. is it? Standard rated. He's hundred thirty-two million gone in. But you know, yeah. get him out. Yeah. No. <laughs> <laughs> We're not going to start that. Twitter is proper divided on that, and uh, we are not the ones to. It's be, not. It's not. It's not divided by it. It's about ten percent. One of we we're not we're not the ones to uh, to judge that one. So, um, has anyone actually look, looked uh, and give it a good looking over the finances, or does it does it bother you? No. Get, don't get me wrong. In the sense of it bothers you that you're going to be paying fifty nine pound for a home ticket. It's going to bother you. You're not low, are five, you? <laughs> no one's paying that money unless we get to the play. You know I mean, one game to get to the top six, or I don't know. We get to well, the quarter final. I know, it's, I know it's a headline. It's what runs the narrative as well, doesn't it? It is, and that's what we're going to. How much are the we're... Preston North End tickets? What, 30 quid? That's a, that's a bit... I think it's 42 on the on the self-stand. It's a bit less than 59, isn't it? 
yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but you know, no one's going to no talk about that because it don't fit the narrative, does it? Uh, it all depends on what group game they're going to say. If, if Chance Series said if we're doing well, the, the grouping will be higher. We're not so doing you know, if we, if we got lower. to a quarterfinal at Hillsborough against, I don't know, Manchester United. And it went These are only league tickets, though, aren't they? They're not going to be cup oh, tickets. Yeah, cup yeah. tickets are different. Well, but, uh, yeah. will pay it. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, so do, the, 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 the finances that have come out, are you, are you that bothered? No, I mean the only the only the only good thing about it is, but it shows that we're quite we're further away from the thirty million pound threshold than I thought we were, and what everyone thought we were. Um, beginning of July, everyone was thinking like after that fans forum, shit, have we really like got no money to spend on wages and stuff? Are we really like on the brink of breaching FFP again? So on on the on the positive side of things, we're I think what the loss is seven million. So with twenty three million clear, it's mental how a seven million pound loss is is, is classed as a positive thing, but that's football finance for you. Hundred percent We're twenty three million pound in the clear of FFP. That being said, now we're now in the championship, and when you when you're in the championship, you do get more TV revenue and stuff, but you also get people wanting more money to sign for you. So it's like. What do you do? Do you know what I mean? It's offset. Um, the money that you're going to get from uh, any sponsorship, TVs. TV rights, anything yeah. is instantly offset by wages. Because I would, I would guess, and this is not me being thing, that the the percentage increase in wages that uh, players will demand, ask for, is going to outweigh the percentage income from championship. I, I would, so, I would guess that. I don't know. The, the only negative, the only negative on the um, accounts, and this is why we need Chance Siri and why, you, 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 like, he, he doesn't like love the club. I really love the club. Like he's adopted the club, and he might, he might love it now, but he'll never love it as, as, a, as a diehard fan. He'll never understand it much as a diehard fan. But he pours millions of pounds into it, and people are complaining about pouring forty pound a week into it. Um, anyway, um, but that's all relative, boy. That, yeah. that, that's all relative, isn't it? At the end so the, of the club, day. so the club owes more money out than it's worth. That's like the only negative one. No one seems to have picked up on. And so, they're all loans to him, aren't they? As well. Yeah. So it's all to him. Yeah. Which is it's not really a positive, but it could be worse. Yeah. You could, could be. You could be he could having a winding up us. position. Yeah. On the he HMRC. loves us. Like he loves us, and he doesn't want to leave us. Hmm. But it's like if he really did turn the tap off, we would be genuinely fucked. But and it also made me think, like, imagine like if Mandric didn't sell to him and Mandric was still in charge of the club, like where would we be? I think it would be like bottom half of League One because football finance has just gone mental. Like how much money you need to like pump into it yeah. now to have a successful it, championship team. You you would drive yourself mad. All four of us would drive ourselves mad yeah. if we thought of what if buts maybe yeah. if someone sort of bought us, if not, we we can't, we can only go on. What we know now, where we are this season, and thankfully the finances are perceived to be going in the right direction. But yeah, Staying... it's, it's half it's half the wage bill, and the loss is seven million pound, which is a positive, which is yeah. mental. But that's football. There'll be a lot of teams in this in this division who will be loss of like twenty eight million and really on the brink of breaching it. Yeah, I would. I would. I, think I would say. Go on, sorry, John. No, I was just going to say, I think, you know, I, I don't delve too deep into it myself. I recognise it's important. I, I also recognise there's been some improvements and there's still areas to improve. This kind of thing will continue to happen until we get either a salary, salary cap in 
or the independent regulator becomes a reality and puts some, some more sensible sort of parameters within what you can what you can lose and, and what you know and what your budgets are and things like that but you know we're we're better than we have been but there's still room for improvement um it does get a bit frustrating when you see like sir josh magic signed with west brom and you think well their parachute payments dried up but they've signed a free player but they've obviously they've still got they're still better run than we are at the moment aren't they but we can only hope that we're improving that in that aspect and they sort of play for seven million. Yeah, yeah, that's that, isn't it? And I think Stoke have done something similar. Their, their owners wrote off a lot of their debt as well, um, and they seem to be having a good, having another push as well um, after seemingly blowing their parachute pen. So well, that's Alex Steele getting cute, the band back together. Like every yeah. player, so. I think, I think it's, I think for me, it's, it's good. Um, we're not going to be the worst in the league. We're not going to be the worst financed out of the league there is cardiff have got all sorts of problems off the pitch um it's 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 we we are in yes we're not paying million pounds for players um we tried that jordan rhodes people wanted him the the chairman listened and didn't work out did it so spent three million pounds on david jones for fuck's sake that was an awful signing yeah and he was awful he was terrible (laughs) i did i had Remove that from my memory. (laughs) So, obviously, finances, we're uh, pretty positive. Um Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. We all know away days are mint, but there's nothing quite like playing at home. Same goes for McDonald's. Maximize your home ground advantage with McDelivery. You in? Order now with the McDonald's app. At participating restaurants, 18 plus, serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. For more information, see mcdonalds.com. See you later. What we're going to do now, because we, we've gone halfway already, lads. I mean, it's easy talking shit, isn't it? Really yeah. good. Um, we're going we're gonna, to we're gonna do a bit of a season preview. So obviously, start of the season, silly season for rumours of transfers and it's also silly season because everyone thinks they can predict the league so we've all seen and everyone on the chef wednesday hashtag have seen every podcaster every youtube channel every championship think they know it has got us believe it or not guys anywhere between i think it's 20th and 24th finishing the league this so how do you all reckon? Do, do, do you believe them? Do you think we're going to pull a rabbit out of the hat and obviously prove everyone wrong? Or do you think they've only judged that on the probably the four weeks previous and the last couple of weeks is probably going to change people's minds? Uh, Steve, I'll start with you. Season, a little bit of a season preview. How do you think we're going to crack on? Um, where are we going to finish? And a little bit of positivity. Come on. Um, I think they, they, there's much more reason to be positive tonight or this week than there were 10 days ago. Um, I think when we 
when we came out of the we, we came away from Spain and we it was that weekend when the I, I think the low point of preseason was was the Joey Pooty business um and at that point we'd gone right we, we we've not signed any players we've uh, had to play all these youngsters we've gone to York because it's not right yet and I sat at York and there was a whole debacle about which player was which and what numbers were being worn and so on and so forth. Um, but the two lads, both of them, to be fair, no matter who wore which shirt, the two lads on either side and Pasiri uh, looked really, really good that day. Um, and then there was a, a period of a, maybe a week or so where you kind of went, this might be what we've got for a period of time until we get people over the line because all the rumours were coming and people were talking about... Um, you know, certain players potentially coming in and, you know, we, we might be struggling to get other players in and, you know, that, that whole stuff that you talked about at the start of the pod when we, we, we've had to make content for content sake because there was nothing else to talk about sort of thing. Um, it was shit. It, it, it was poor, you know. Um, I, I, I kept going back to the, the Darren Moore statement at the playoffs between, I think it was either between the Peterborough games or between Peterborough and Barnsley where he said, whatever league we're in, uh, we've got a plan. Uh, we're going to budget, and you know this is where we're going to be going. But whatever happens, I want my business done early. So I've come out of that, come out of Wembley, thinking right, pre-season starting end of June. You know, early doors. We'll have players in. We'll have a, a full squad, full complement. We'll have these players, marquee signings, all done and dusted. And we're sitting here on August the second, and I think I'd, I'd have expected to be where we are now, three four weeks ago. Yeah. Um, having said all of that. Like I said, the, the the signings that we've made have been really positive um, and, and really heartening with maybe one and a half exceptions. And the ones that we're still linked to, for goodness sake, say what you want about the guy, but we are being linked to um, an AC Milan goalkeeper. And if somebody tells you in on, on the 1st of June that you are going to sign a goalkeeper of any stature from AC Milan, you're going to look at it and go, okay. So you you take it, wouldn't you? And 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 that would be it. So the business the business model has taken a side step, maybe a step back, um, or the transfer activity has taken a side step, step back, and maybe two steps forward. Hopefully, touch wood, as we're talking tonight. Um, all of that being said, means from my point of view that we are going to be better off than people think that we are, than the neutrals think that we are, because. Um, I think it was a second-tier podcast that's triggered most people, hasn't it, where he's got his rock bottom and he's turned around and he's gone, this has happened and that's happened and that's happened and that's happened. And all his justification for everything that was said um, seems to have been read off the back of a fag packet or it's almost as if he's gone, right, I'm going to have my morning constitution, I'm going to sit and I'm going to scroll before breakfast and this is what people are saying and that's what people are saying and this is what's happening. Um and that's what I'm going to say about my uh, about Sheffield Wednesday. Um, we're not going to finish 24th. We're not going to finish bottom. Not necessarily because of performances, but as we've alluded to with the finances, people are going to get points deducted this year. I think that will happen. I don't think we will. And I think people will be worse off than us for that. Um, with my pragmatic hat on, I'd take 21st. I would. Um, I'd be happy staying in the league. But I actually think that we've got a, a real good chance with the business that's being done. And these players are, are potentially dropping bollocks in, in certain areas. Diaby's got a rick in him, apparently. Um, Bernard, Bernard, you know, might make a, a mistake here or there. That's going to happen. You know, we will make mistakes. And it's about us understanding that we're not pushing for a promotion from League One. We're trying to consolidate in the championship. 
and Chisco is is quietly going about his business and building a squad that will do that. And I think we'll be all right. Um, we'll, we'll we'll lose some games quite heavily, um, but I also think we'll play an attractive style of football that has me more positive than I was. Um, I'm looking forward to seeing who else he brings in, and I think that loan market as you get towards the end of the month, you know, the, the last week, ten days before the end of the transfer market, uh, the deadline uh, day when you know the the Premiership t- teams start to iron out their transfer, sorry, their their squad list and say we can allow this player to move on, that that player to go. That'll be when it gets really interesting again. There'll be a final kick, and I hope that we've left something in the in the tank to sort of say, right, we can have a look at Arsenal or have a look at uh, Man United or somebody of that ilk and say, right, you've got a, a young lad there at 18, 19, 20 years old that we're going to get in, and hopefully um, he's going to come in. Young legs. I think Blair was the one that said he wants a 10 marquee signing. I don't want a 10, I want a 9. I want somebody who all our players behind him can go and provide crosses for, can give the ball to, go and put the ball in the back of the net 15, 20 times next year, wherever we finish, go and build a career for yourself off the back of a good season at Sheffield Wednesday. And if he does that, we will be absolutely bang on this year. Very comprehensive there, Steve. I don't think there's anything that I can... I didn't say anything anything about the finances, so I thought I'd have a rant. (laughs) (laughs) No, I mean... Um, you know, you know, I'm not one to always agree with you. I think, uh, but I don't think there's anything there that I do not disagree with. Um, I feel the same. I think number nine, a youngster, like I said earlier, that'll put it in for us. Um, Name of yours? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, on the, on paper, the championship next season looks absolutely ridiculous, doesn't it? You've got. You've got Leicester, you've got Southampton. They're going to, you know, they're going to be fancied to go go straight back up with the the players that they've already got and the finances that they have. Um, I think it's always rash to be putting season predictions out. These these people that do that right now, it's a bit early. You know, a lot of business will happen towards the end of the end of the window. So I think right now they're just probably just doing that for for clicks and you know slow oh, news yeah. and, and and off season, you know, uh, fishing there, but. Um, it, yeah, I mean, it's, it's difficult. I think we, 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 it's going to be hard for us. Uh, I agree. We, we will get some. We will get some bad days where we'll go down two or three nil. Maybe, maybe heavier sometimes. But I think what I like about Cisco is he's, he's not going to. He's got. He's going to bring that togetherness and that we're in it all together and that team spirit. That that seems to be his, his sort of mantra there. Um, I do believe we've got some more players to come in as well before the window shuts because obviously the Premier League squads, they don't uh, do their 25-man squads till later this month. So hopefully we can we can steal somebody off one of their one of their squads and and he, and he can thrive in the Championship. We've seen that happen before at this level, and you know um, the. I think um, you know some like the Arsenal youngsters have gone on loan before there, and, and and some have been chased like you know players like Balogun who's been turning fifty million down for for him, players like that now as well. So we could steal a nice you know uh, promising striker off one of the big hitters in the Premier League that that, that could serve as well. Um, if we get the players in, that I hope we do in, in terms of like quality, not not necessarily names. I can't throw any names out there. I'm going to plump for 17th and I'll be well happy with that. 17th? Wow. John, I would be more than happy with that. <laughs> um, I think that's a, I think that's bold. 
I mean, it could happen. It could be, couldn't it? You, we make these predictions. We, we're doing it like exactly like you said. We're doing it really early on. There's still a lot of business to be done by every team in the league. Um, ins, outs, um, shakes it all about. It's 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 going to be interesting. But 17th, oh, go on. Yeah, I'd, I'd snap. I'd snap your arm, leg, and your head off for that. Uh, Blair, what's what's your uh, little? Let me talk to you. Oh, here we go. <laughs> <laughs> right, sit back, everybody. Adjust your ears. Let's go. Every player which push which brushed Newcastle aside at Hillsborough still on our books. Pal. <laughs> when, top, when the top of the league's Plymouth came to town, what happened? Smashed them off at Barb. And all let me see you later, lads. We'll brush right. them aside. Every, t- every player still on our books. This is the positivity everyone's choosing for, Blair. This is we've, it. We've strengthened the squad. We've got ball carriers now. We're playing more attacking football. We've got... Like... It's going to be fucking great next season. We're not going to get top six. Of course we're not. But we're, we're going to have... A, we're going to be... More than comfortable. Come, come thirty-five games in. I think we'll have thirty. I think we'll have fifty points by thirty-five games. Can I? Can I just say one thing on that though? The worry is if it doesn't go well early. Carlos uh, had five points after five games. Oh, he won one out of eight. And don't get me wrong, I'm not talking about that. What was actually was going to say, and you know, it will be what it will be. But and I won't even talk about the fan base because we are part of that. We are fans at the end of the day. We're not experts. We're not journalists. We are people. <laughs> we're, we're, we're not, are we? You, no, you know we're I mean? far from it, Stevie. We are not experts. You know, we, we, we get together, we have chats and we love the club and we, we, we meet up on match days and we do bits. Um, but we are influential to what is going on and I, we, we all know that. We all know that people at the club will pay attention to what's happening. And if there's negativity around the club, that will feed into what's happening behind the, behind the scenes. I, I genuinely believe that. And I believe that our wonderful and vaulted boss will, 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 it will be swayed in certain ways by not necessarily financial and business. But, you know, if, if he's not happy with how people are responding, then he's going to, the, the potential for a knee-jerk reaction is going to be there. And if Chisco is not quite getting it right, but we think he's on the verge of something. Shut up. Chan series being patient. Then the worry is he's is he then gonna pull the trigger and, and we're gonna take another three, four steps back. I I'm my prediction is my prediction is that we will finish twentieth. But that's been realistic. <laughs> That's been. I will accept that. But what what I will accept as well would that we may go on a, a, a run where we don't win in five or six. Because if you finish twentieth, that's what will happen. But it's exactly what you just said, Steve. It's how the fans accept that the the players, the the the, the manager as well. It's not going to be easy. I, it doesn't matter who you are. It doesn't matter if you've even if like Southampton have spent millions. They've got millions. They're going to sell millions. They will find it difficult some weeks. They're not going to. I don't believe that they, they lost today. every week last season. We won a lot. We won every week last season. It's it's going to be a good game on Friday night. It's Two not, leagues apart, you muppet. Don't matter. Wrexham are going to win the Premier League because it doesn't matter because they got a hundred odd points. No, a lot, of, a lot of their players want to leave. They're going to come down. They want to leave. They don't want to get injured. Like Ward Prowse don't want to be at Southampton next season. Yeah. 
He doesn't, of course. No, of course he doesn't. And we played Southampton last season. We it's very... I mean, I had Backinson in midfield that day. Well, yeah, I did, yeah. <laughs> John was going to say it's something really uh, profound then, and then went Backinson in the midfield. <laughs> Sorry, Tyreek, if you're listening. Yeah. Yeah. That proper <laughs> cold water over that one, didn't it? But, <laughs> no, it's, it's, it's a very unpredictable league, but one thing I will say is that traditionally Wednesday have suited the underdog, whether it's been individual games or or like predictions for the season. The underdog tag suits Sheffield Wednesday really well. So that's why I went for a little bit higher than than, than some of you in 17th. And obviously that's why Blair's gone even higher than that, although he didn't give us actual position. But are you thinking pushing top end, Blair? No, are you thinking no, top 10? I mean, I mean, if you've got I mean, 12th, it's probably the highest we'll finish, I think. But... I'd like to I'd like to say that I, yeah, would, I would be more than happy. Yeah, I would be more than happy with that. Uh, and I, I agree with you, John, on that on that tag. Um, the, the, we played Southampton, a good showing last season. Played Newcastle, fantastic showing. Um, one-off games. This this is this is forty-six games of. It's going to be. But not every, every not every team's good in the championship. There's some shit in there. Yeah, of course there is. I think that, that that's the thing that the. The problem is, you know, if you look at it on paper last year, you know, the, nobody's nobody's going to argue that on paper this, the, the league this year is stronger than it was last year. With due respect, and I'm not saying it because it is Sheffield United, Leeds, Southampton and who else came down? Leicester. 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 Stronger than Luton, Sheffield United and Burnley. Yeah, on, oh, if, you, if you aggregate it, they're a stronger yeah. so automatically they're better. The teams that have dropped out, Wigan, Blackpool, and again, can't think of who the other team won't be, thank you, won't be as strong as the teams that are, or weren't as strong as the oh, teams yeah. that have come up. You look at that, you look at League One last year, and, and you can talk about the quality in League One, but the the lowest point the the, the team that finished third got 96 points. And it wasn't good enough for promotion, and all three teams have gone up. That's insane. That will never happen again. So on paper, championship is much more. The, the championship is much stronger this year. But then you look at teams that have potentially struggled last year. You've mentioned Birmingham. Birmingham have done great business this year. If you would have gone back to the end of the season, Birmingham would have. I'd have had Birmingham coming out, walking out of Wembley. If I'd have looked at it Monday, the, yeah. the Tuesday morning, Birmingham were going to struggle. You know, Huddersfield are going to struggle. You know, you, you don't know where we are in terms of teams like Cardiff and Huddersfield, those perennial mid-table teams. And that's what they are now, even though they've been in the Premier League. For whatever circumstances, the best that they can hope for, in my opinion, based on what we, we saw at the end of the season to the start of pre-season, was mid-table. But you don't know now because other teams have done other business. West Brom weren't worrying me, but then you look at the players that they've signed and all of a sudden they've gone from a bottom-end middle you know just outside the playoffs to somebody that potentially could make a charge for it and when you look at it and you look at every team on its merit you kind of go oh that's good we've signed uh, they've signed Meyer today Josh Meyer or yesterday and you kind of go oh we could have done with him because he'd have scored goals for us in West Brom team what's he going to do then all of a sudden when other, five other teams do that you're kind of thinking shit but everything that we've said is right and I said it on the podcast last year the team that we had that went up last year wasn't going to come straight back down I didn't believe that at the time. But it's just the the Darren Moore going, the Chancery nonsense, the lack of activity has all of a sudden taken that belief and that expectation and dropped it to there. 
and then all of a sudden everybody else has taken their stuff and gone to there. Yeah. We've kind of slid down a little bit. Um, yeah, we still have the same play. The players wouldn't have lost confidence, though. The players will still be a confident bunch. They've won a lot of games last season. They, they turned around a 4 0 deficit. Hey, listen, listen, listen. Just because the fans were mental and realised and thought we were going to get relegated, like the players won't believe that. No, I'm not. But the players will have expected. The players will have expected some of the mates to move on. That will have happened, and that happened. They'll have expected business to have been done early because the manager at the time, who let's be right, was there because they were his players. And I'm not being negative, and I don't want to drag, drag the or, or bang on about Darren Moore. Um, those are that that was that the the, the spine of that squad, the, the 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 heartbeat of that squad was Darren Moore's team. He signed the majority of those players to go and do what we'd done. Yeah, so for him, they all expected him to be there. So there's no getting away from the fact that whilst I'm saying what I'm saying about last season, we've had to go and have a reset. And I like Chisco, and I like what Chisco's done. Out, and you know. I didn't want Smith and I didn't want Nathan Jones and I didn't want all the other people that we were, were associated with. I was kind of meh about Chisco and then he's come in. You look back at his record at what he did at Watford. I don't give I don't give a damn about what he's done in Georgia and what he's done in Cyprus. Totally different leagues with totally different players. You know, you could put Guardiola in there and he's going to struggle because it's 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 what it is, isn't it? Um, the bottom line is he's come back in now. He's come in now and he's having to start with those players. Windass is playing in a different position. Bannon will have a different role and responsibility this year, which is going to impact on Volks and Byers. We don't, you know, Marvin Johnson, for he's much maligned. Technically, I don't care what you say about his performances. Technically, that guy's as good as we've got. His, his first touch is ridiculous. It's absolutely yeah. insane. When he crosses the ball well, he's as good a crosser in the league. He doesn't do it consistently enough, but he's, he's moved from left to right. He's gone from playing left wing back to right winger. So all of these things are changing. The dynamic of our club is going to change next season. Do, 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 you, do you see what yeah. I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. I don't think I don't think it is is quite as straightforward as like Blair is saying. We've won quite a few games last season. That's going to carry on through eight weeks later or whatever it is to the start of the season. Next season, um, it's going to be easy because we've won a fair few games. It's from from finishing against uh, Barnsley at um, at Wembley to starting against. Uh, Southampton on Friday. Yes, ninety percent of the personnel may be the same, but the club and the squad is totally different. Totally different. So, I yeah. I believe we are starting from scratch. Um, it is. I'm excited to see what's happening. It, it would have been good, but we, to keep Darren Moore because we are. I think ninety nine point nine percent of people would have would have took him into this season and gave him a chance. Um, not to be, we brought someone else in. So, that, yes, that's, that's king it. is dead. Uh, Long live the king. There we are. And on that note, John, thank you very much. <laughs> well, so obviously, I've, I've mentioned a couple of times now. First game of the season, Southampton home. Sky have pulled a right fucking rabbit out on the ear. Let's get a team that's been relegated, a team that's been promoted. Let's get them on the opening game of the season. Um, and we'll put it on Sky. Friday night, under the lights at Hillsborough. Blair, excited? Yeah, I'm really looking forward to it. Yeah, like, I thought you would be. <laughs> I just can't wait to get out of the house and watch some football, to be honest. 
<laughs> you do know there is other football you can go and watch. You know, there's like loads of non-league teams that have been playing, or your local Sunday league pub team. I know, but you're just not invested, are you? I mean, it's still it's still fun. Like, you still you still enjoy what, it. But you're just not invested. You, are you? you don't. You mean your five hundred quid season ticket you've invested? You mean? <laughs> <laughs> No, I'm, I'm really looking forward to. It. I think, I think, fucking um, kids going to food bank and everything. Now. <laughs> Blair's going to football. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I <laughs> we're looking. Um, I'm looking forward to it. I mean, I really just can't wait to see a few faces and just have a few pints and just have a laugh. Um, I think, I think the atmosphere is going to be great. I think right, against Newcastle, we only had like twenty six thousand. I think against Newcastle, and the atmosphere is still one of the best. It was I've experienced for a long time, so it, just because it's not thirty-five thousand doesn't mean the the, the the lot what turn up on Friday night can't can't play the parks. They can. Um, I think the, the team really need us to push on. Um, Southampton are vulnerable because they they're used to losing a lot of games. They haven't got that winning momentum yet going. If we let them get on, if we let them get on top, it will be a very very difficult game. But if we if we unsettle them first fifteen minutes and. Let them know about the for a battle here. It's not going. It's not going easy coming to down to the championship. Um, I think we've got every chance of nicking it, maybe one 0 But you know, realistically, it's probably going to finish two one to them. But I think we could. I think we have got. We have got a chance. I, w- I wouldn't write us completely off. See, I I had this I had this chat on a on a on another podcast earlier today about w- when was going to be a good time to play Southampton, and I said. I said, well, this is a shit time to play him. They've still got James Rod Prowse. They've still got Romeo Lavia. They've still got um, other players that they will probably move on. Not that they want to, but they probably need to um, because the money that they're going to get offered is going to be stupid. So, and then, then it, I was pointing out, well, it could be a good time to play them because, like you said, like you've just said, they've been losing. They've got a new manager themselves. They've got a, got a, adjust to a new system. They haven't had a very good pre-season. Um, and, but there's, you've got to play everyone twice, haven't you? It's, it's a, and it's just false economy to think that because we've played them before the 1st of September, 2nd of September, um, that we're going to have a tougher tougher game. What, what do you think, Stevie? Is that, is that, am, I, am I reading too much into this James Ward-Prowse and... And Lavia, they may not even play because obviously, if they are in discussions of of moving on, you don't want to get injured, do you? Hillsborough on a Friday night. I think, I think if they if they're still at Southampton, they'll play. Um, but I am very much same page as you. It, it's going to be a different animal at, at the end of August than it is to the start of August. But yeah, and those points around, um, you know, the players coming down, the quality that they've got. Joking aside, we 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 did match them. I'll, I'll be honest with you. I don't know what side they put out in the in the league cup. Whether it was a full strength side, um, it was. I think it was the only game that I didn't actually watch last year uh, because I was doing something else. Um, but I would rather play them. You know, end of September, beginning of October. The only the 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 only flip to that is that let's say for argument's sake they do sell these players on and we we take finance out of it for a moment or two they will recruit and they're going to have a, a scouting network that are going to look to, re, to to get in players that are tried and tested and proven for getting teams out of the championship. So it might work against 
them, or, sorry, it might work for them if they lose Ward Prowse and they lose Lavia and anybody else that goes. It might very well be that they then go and sign a lad with four promotions on, on you know, under his belt that can go and say, right, I'm going to come and fit in here because the style of play is going to be different. Ward Prowse is used to spraying a ball about at Tottenham Hotspur, at Arsenal, at Chelsea, uh, uh, you know. He's not going to be used to coming to a rust bucket like Hillsborough. And, I, you know, I love I love our ground and I, I wouldn't want to leave it. I'd like, like it to all lick a paint, but, you know, there, 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 are, you know, there are different grounds. Ipswich is a, a traditional ground. Plymouth is a small sort of intimate setting where they're travelling as far as they're travelling. Well, Plymouth for Southampton is a different story, isn't it? But, you know, it's going to be a different sort of context in terms of the, the stadia that they go to. So from my point of view, it, it, there's an outside chance it could work against. Um, I think just on, on Friday... Blair made a really good point, you know, there, there was, there's no atmosphere or, 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 or sort of feeling that I've ever experienced at a live game of football watching Sheffield Wednesday than the Peterborough game. That was absolutely unreal, better than Wembley. And I've been to Wembley as many times as we've been. Um, and, you know, that that moment when the goal went in, uh, when Lado scored and took it into extra time was probably the, the highlight of me being a football fan for Sheffield, supporting Sheffield Wednesday. If we can... Lado, <laughs> my boy. Like that. That's it. That's his season's LP two in it. Lado is going to be. Hashtag Lado. My boy. If we, if we could, listen, if that moment when they walked out and bless his heart, God rest his, God rest his managerial career with us. Darren Moore was on the screen. Um, there was a feeling of optimism at kickoff, and there was a there was a noise that was being uh, that, that that was being emitted, and we need that Friday night. We need to cut out the negativity. You know, if the four isn't working and we're used to a three, if, if Johnson starts and he starts on the right and it isn't right, and I'm not saying he will or he won't, if we've got Smith up top, if Fletcher come, if Fletcher plays and puts three wide, we've not got to get on the backs. We've got to be behind them and try and lift this team. And until it settles, we've just got to get behind and trust the process. Um, I'd take a point tomorrow, if I'm honest with you. Um, I want to be as optimistic as possible. If we can get behind them, I think a point's a good result on Friday. Yeah, John, how do you see it playing out on Friday? Well, it's uh, it's the Sanderson derby, isn't it? Well, you know, <laughs> we're all looking forward to that one. Um, I think, um, yeah, to me, there's uh, no better time to play, and we they're, they're coming down as a team that's there to be shot at because they're expected to go straight back up. We, we're coming up as a team that's been written off by everybody, as a team that's going to be fancied for relegation or at least to be in that relegation battle. Uh, under the lights at Hillsborough on a Friday night. This is the perfect time to play Southampton. I really do. And hopefully buy that plumber signings as well. So uh, I'm really looking forward to it. I think it's it's brilliant to be back in a championship. It's not where we want to be. We want to be higher, but you know, we've been, that's that's you know, we've been wanting that for, for over 20 odd years. But it's uh, it's nice to be back playing in a league that where you just one good season away from being back where you want to be. So all that optimism, I think, will emanate from the fans um, from that game from kickoff positivity. I think we can play a big part. I'm really looking forward to it. It will be a tough game, but you know, uh, I'm, I'm fancying us to sneak it one nil. Oh. Yeah, John has full gone balls in proper positivity. That went one nil Friday night. Yeah, I, I, I'm going to go for a one all draw. I'm going to agree with Stevie. I think uh, a draw point will be uh, will be a good result. Um, roll on Friday, innit? That's that's it. Like Blair said, looking forward to football coming back. 
Um, he's obviously not been watching the Women's World Cup. Um, so uh, it is Friday night. Season kicks off. Um, guys, have we got any other business? I do have some, but I will go to the floor first. Um, we've not talked, and I wonder if my business is the same as yours. And I was going to give you a, a little bit of a nudge to talk about the stuff I, that we've been. You, doing. you, you go ahead, Steve. Because uh, no, I wasn't. I was just, I was, mate. I'm literally going to just. No. I just want to signpost. Uh, you know, obviously, we've got the the community stuff that we've done, and this week we've obviously we the raffle finally the longest raffle of all time trademark um, finally finished. And for people that haven't seen it on the socials and weren't aware, um, is this yours, by the way? Is this my what? Ash. Is this my is this what, what you were going to talk about? Uh, amongst other things, yes. Your AOB. Great content. So as I was saying, we, we, we've, we've launched an initiative and as a podcast, what we want to do is... Um, obviously give a little back and there are lots of reasons why we've decided that we wanted to to do this and yes it does involve a bit of money but it's I want to make it clear that we are not for profit we're not trying to make money for ourselves we're not trying to build a you know a, a career or anything out of this but we've, we've come together as a group and recognized how challenging it is to be fans of this wonderful football club that bottom line we all love and you know we're we're attached to in a certain way and ash is the the, the guy in the driving seat he, he doesn't like talking about it from a personal level everything that you see behind the, the socials is what ash is doing um and when we put the raffle up we we expected to be able to cover the cost of a shirt and maybe buy a ticket and we've been blown away by the generosity of our network of fans that listen to the pod that have seen it on social media that have come come and got involved for a quid, we've we've managed to raffle off a shirt. It's an authentic, not one of these DHgate shirts, by the way. We, Ash went down on Saturday and bought the shirt, put it in a bag. We've given a couple of stickers away with it, and he, he's gone round on Sunday, and um, he's given the shirt to the lucky winner. Um, and we, we we really buzzed off that behind the scenes, and we're really looking forward to to having more sort of initiatives that can make going to watch the club and being involved with the club a more accessible experience because at the end of the day you know we get that people are finding it difficult and you know the ferrari around paying whether even even 42 pound is a lot of money nowadays isn't it so if we can help to bring the community together to then look to provide on whatever scale it is something for somebody to to get involved with the club i think that's really important i think that's something that we all feel at our core and I'm really proud of what we've done. And I, I think Ash deserves a, a massive pat on the back for the, the, the work that he's done behind the scenes um, oh. to, to get that off the ground. So yeah, that's mine. Yeah, it's really uh, good. Really good to hear that. And I think, you know, uh, it's brilliant because we're, as you know, we're a podcast that just wants fans to listen. We don't want, we don't expect anything from you, but your ears or your eyes, whatever you're doing, YouTube, Spotify, we don't ask for money, we don't ask for Patreons, we just ask for you to listen to a group of guys and girls who just love the club and love to talk about it and uh, want to give something back and Ash has been tremendous in, in his uh, in his efforts to do that and, and along with the rest of the team and, and putting that on the socials and everything. So it's it's really great, really great. No, 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 bollocks, I'm not having that. It's, it's, it's a team effort. We're, we're, all, we're all in it for the greater good. We just want to do something. 
Um, it's it's going to be a bit of a thing of ours this season, so we don't apologise if we keep bugging you for um, things. We don't ask for money. It will be raffles and things like that because we just uh, we just want the youngsters that can't afford to go or love to experience football to be able to just go to Hillsborough once, and that's where you get falling in love with it, don't you? You go. And if any youngster who, who can't afford to go gets to experience a night like Peterborough, a night like Newcastle, I am sure they will have blue and white blood for the rest of their life. And that's what we want to do. So it's yeah, yeah. it's going to be like that. We're going to have other raffles. We, we have got so many great friends on the from the podcast that we've met on Twitter and things that have been donating things for us. And there's a big shout out to those. I won't mention them because... They don't want it, and, and rightly so. It's not we're not they're doing it out of the greatness of their heart. It's 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 great. So sorry for the last two minute, three minute ramble, but it's something that we feel really strong about on the podcast. Um, it's good. We we've up to now. I think we've raised um, four hundred pound. I think we're at, uh, and that's with all the costs gone. So it's a four hundred pound profit. Um, we're going to keep it as as um, as transparent as possible because we've got nothing to hide. So it's good. That's going to go towards tickets, shirts, and uh, some exciting news is going to come pretty pretty uh, soon. But I'll not reveal that yet. Um, but yeah, thank you very much for listening. Uh, I'm now. I'm going to beg. Hit the like. Hit the subscribe. Um, YouTube, Spotify, Apple, whatever you listen to your podcasts on. Um, much Smash that like button. Smash <laughs> that like. That's it. Hey, am I telling you? Spread the word. Spread the word, yeah. But thank you very much for spending the last hour and ten minutes with us. Um, we love it. Roll on Friday. It's gonna be a roller coaster season following Sheffield Wednesday. So oh I'll well enjoy and we will see you all real soon. And there's a retro throwback. The owls. This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. It's the 90th minute. You've got all your mates round. You've got your McNugget chair boxes coming down the left wing ready to go. Your mate's already been booked for double dipping and you steal the last nugget. Snatching all three points. Back of the net. Lubosh. Automate delivery now on the McDonald's app. You in? At participating restaurants, 18 plus, serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com for more information. See you later. This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans.